Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, Raider Nation? Matt Holder here from Silver and Black Pride. I've got another NFL draft prospect interview for you guys, and I'm super pumped about this one because it's with one of my favorite players in this year's NFL draft class, Christian Watson, wide receiver from North Dakota State. Christian was an awesome interview and someone who I think is definitely on the Raiders' radar, so I hope you all enjoy. Raider Nation, I have another very special guest for you guys on this week's podcast. Please welcome first team All-Missouri Conference, second team AP All-American, and Reese's Senior Bowl top wide receiver for the national team. Christian Watson from the legendary North Dakota State Bison. Christian, thanks for coming on, man. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Like I said, you're one of my favorite guys in this year's class, so I'm excited to have you on. But I got to tell you, my first question for you, a little bit of a story too, but I'm at the Senior Bowl, done some homework on the wide receivers and the DBs. Haven't watched every guy, but have a decent grasp of who's out there. I'm watching the one-on-ones and I'm seeing the DB line looking over, seeing the helmets I recognize, Auburn, Clemson, Georgia. And all of a sudden I see this guy in this green helmet just flying by all of them, beating them all down the field, running right past him. And I turn to the guy I'm with, I'm like, this guy can play. He says the same thing. You know, he's a pretty good player, whatnot. And I'm looking over and I see him in the wide receiver line too. I'm like, you know what? He looks taller than everybody else too. Pull out my, uh, my roster. Go to number one, see Christian Watson, North Dakota State, six foot four. And the entire week, the only thing I can think of is if this guy is six foot four and can fly like that, how the hell did he end up at North Dakota State? So now that I finally have you out there, I got to ask you, man, how the hell did you end up at North Dakota State? Uh, yeah, no. So, I mean, it's it's not too crazy of a story. I mean, it, uh, in all honesty, I was just a late bloomer in high school. Um, all throughout high school until until my junior year of spring ball, spring ball, I was five nine, five ten. Uh, finally, shot up, uh, shot up like four or five inches in a matter of a uh, couple months. So going into spring ball, I went from uh, five nine, five ten to, to six one. Um, so up until that point, I was I wasn't really recruited at all. Um, had a had a couple of big names on my team as well. I played for a played for a decent school uh, in Tampa, Florida, uh, at Plant High School. Uh, so, I mean, there was a, just a bunch of other guys that were that were getting recruited at, the, at that time. I hadn't really uh, gotten recruited at all up until that point. Uh, and going into spring ball, uh, NDSU came down. They were watching practice and and they saw me out there and they, and they liked what they saw. So that kind of sparked the interest uh, right off the bat. And um, they were the first school to show interest in me um, up until that point. Uh, and e- even going forward from there, I still didn't re- really receive any interest from any other schools. Uh, so they ended up offering um I fell in love with the place after after an unofficial and official visit. Uh, so I ended up committing before my senior season. Um, and shoot, going forward as well, I still didn't receive any any big interest from any power five schools. Uh, so I kind of just decided that that was that was the place I was going to go. So it was my only official offer. Five, nine to six, one. That's that's like a whole new. Uh, it's uh, quite the grocery. That's a whole new wardrobe there. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, it was, it was a big change for sure. Wow, that's awesome. So you said NDSU was the only school that offered you even at the FCS level, or do you have any other options there too? Uh, I'd gotten interest from other schools in the FCS level, but after I had already, 
kind of, you know, built my connection with NDSU. Um, I didn't really, uh, you know, want to talk to any more FCS schools at that point because I had already obviously received an offer from the best FCS school uh, there is. So I was uh, kind of, I was kind of dead set on, on NDSU if I were to play at the FCS level. I was going to ask you if the, the pedigree of NDSU winning the national championship, like what seems like every year, uh, kind of influenced your decision at all. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. For sure. So, and I also have to ask, you go from sunny Tampa, Florida to North Dakota. What was that transition like? Had you seen snow before or anything? Was that kind of a new, uh, new lifestyle for you? Uh, no, it was definitely a new lifestyle for me. Uh, I had not seen snow uh, before I came out to NDSU. Uh, so it was weird at first, uh, obviously, but uh, I mean, the transition was, was pretty smooth. Uh, I mean, the people and the people in Fargo, uh, are amazing. The the atmosphere here is is amazing in terms of you know despising football and the organization itself. So it was a, it was a smooth transition. Can you also give us a brief walkthrough of your college career? I know you redshirted year one, then you started to make your name for yourself as a redshirt sophomore. So can you give us a brief walkthrough of your development in college? Uh, yes. Yeah, so no. Obviously, I came in and redshirted uh, my first year. Um, played a little bit. Um, under some uh, other, under some of the bigger name receivers um, at the FCS level and RJ Erzendowski and, and Darius Shepard my second year. Um, and obviously I had a bit of a breakout season in 2019 uh, playing with Trey Lance uh, as the quarterback, um, had a decent year. I was kind of, that was my first was, was starting. Uh, so I kind of, you know, got to go out and do my thing a little bit. Um, and then it kind of just went on from there and the end of the uh, COVID season, which is kind of weird. Uh, was still obviously did well. And then obviously the, you know, the culmination of everything in my senior season this past season. Gotcha. So you brought up a guy like Trey Lance and NDSU is kind of unique as an FCS program that they have a pretty robust, uh, you know, alumni of uh, our NFL alumni. So I'm curious if you've reached out to any of them, a guy maybe like Trey Lance, or if any of them have reached out to you as kind of like a, a mentor or something like that to help you through this pre-draft process. Um, I mean, I've talked to him uh, here and there. Um, well, I mean, anytime I've talked to him, it's, it's been more so just, just to, you know, kind of say what's up, um, you know, anything, any kind of guidance they've given me along the way has really just been to, uh, to embrace the process, have fun and, and just be myself. So, I mean, it's been nothing crazy. I've just been kind of uh, going about the process, um, in my own way and just, and just enjoying it. Outside of the program, do you have someone that you kind of lean on to for advice when, you know, things get tough, maybe to help you kind of push through? Um, I mean, in terms of football. Um, I mean, I talked to, I talked to my, you know, college football coach, um, I mean, it's all around. I've been with my girlfriend since freshman year, um, of college. So, I mean, she's kind of been my, my number one, uh, along the way in terms of if I have to you know talk to anybody or, or just, you know, get something off my chest. Gotcha. Well, in a similar vein, is there someone or someone in the NFL or a wideout that you kind of like to model your game after you think your game is similar to? Um, I might take bits and pieces from, from receivers here and there. Uh, I've kind of tried to, you know, come into my own game, um, you know, as I've kind of grown in, into myself. Uh, but my, my favorite two receivers are, are Mike Evans and, and Julio Jones. Uh, those have been my guys for, for years now. Um, I've definitely tried to, you know, take, take some uh, bits of their game. Obviously, you know, they're bigger, you know, dominant receivers, you know, at the next level. Um, so I, mean, I just definitely try to take some, some bits and pieces from them. One more question about your background before we move on. Who is Christian Watson outside of the football field? And on the off chance that the NFL doesn't work out, what's your plan B? What are your other interests and that kind of stuff? Um, I 
I mean, shoot, I'm I'm really a, a chill, uh, you know, a chill body. I mean, I, I really enjoy, you know, just being at home. Um, you know, obviously football is a, is a big part of my life. So, you know, in the time that I do get off, I just like, uh, you know, hanging out. I'm a homebody, um, you know, watching TV, watching movies. Obviously, like I said before, spending time with my girlfriend uh, and our dog. Um, but I mean, an off chance, you know, that football doesn't work out at this point, um, you know, I'm, you know, that's not really, a, you know, something that I'm, you know, thinking about too much right now because obviously, you know, for sure, it takes a lot to go into, you know, achieving that. Um, but I want to be able to still be, uh, you know, use football in some way, shape, or form to, to have an impact on others or, or just, um, you know, sports in general. Sports is a big part of my life. So be able to um, do that even when I'm done with football. I tell you what, man, hearing, hearing the, the homebody and you like spending time with your girlfriend, I'm sure uh, a lot of NFL GMs are going to love hearing that and uh, a lot of uh, fans as well. So not a problem off the field, right? Yeah, no, sir. No, sir. Not at all. Oh, awesome. Well, let's pivot a second and talk about the senior goal a little bit more. I felt like heading into that week, you were kind of under the radar, but you went out and killed it. And you have become a popular name ever since then. Walk me through your mobile from your perspective. Were you expecting to have as much success as you did? Uh, I mean, I definitely was. Uh, I definitely was. I, I went in uh, to the senior role with the, with the positive mindset for sure. Um, I mean, my goal going into it was to uh, continue to separate myself um, and, you know, show that I, I can be dominant, not just at the FCS level, but, um, you know, at any level. Um, so, I mean, going in, I had, you know, no doubts in myself at all. Um, it was just another opportunity uh, to, you know, show the world who I was. Um, and I think I, you know, took, took advantage of it. I'm curious if there was something specific that you wanted to show at the Senior Bowl. And I think I know my answer to this question because I kind of answered it in the previous one. And did you, but did you meet your own expectations and show what you wanted to show? Uh, yeah, no, I, mean, I definitely did. I mean, there was quite a few things that I wanted to be able to show. Uh, obviously, you know, I wanted to, you know, show the versatility, you know, with my size and speed, I, you know, be able to create separation, uh, you know, against higher level competition, uh, you know, as I've said. And, and obviously, you know, I wanted to show my route running as well because, uh, you know, that's a bit of a question mark, as, as you know, some people say that, you know, I don't run uh, too many routes here at NDSU. Um, but I wanted to, you know, continue to just be able to showcase, you know, things and, and, and uh, eliminate question marks, you know, in my game. Gotcha. You kind of touched on this a little bit, but as a smaller school prospect, did you feel like you had maybe more to prove at the senior bowl than some of maybe your other peers that, like I mentioned, meant to those bigger power five schools? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I definitely, uh, you know, think I had more to prove. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's okay, uh, for an FCS guy to kind of, you know, just, just fall into the, to the mix at the senior bowl. Um, you know, because, you know, people expect him to not do as well against the higher level competition. Uh, so, I mean, it was kind of a, you know, I wanted it to be an exclamation mark for me to, to, you know, continue to stand out, um, even though I'm, you know, go, going against the higher level competition. So, I mean, I definitely think. I definitely think it was it was important for me to go in and to just separate myself um, being a smaller school guy. Gotcha. I know you've got uh, I've known probably by now you've gotten a lot more buzz after the senior bowl. Did you notice a change in the intention or love that you're getting after it? Um, I mean, I think you you get that either either way, uh, just, you know, taking this taking this next next step and, and uh, kind of seeing that, you know, the, the dream of playing at the next level is, is even more of a reality. Um, I mean, you get that attention from everywhere. So, I mean, I'd say I, I, I've seen some more attention for sure. Um, but, I, you know, I think I, you expect that, you know, from anyone that's, that's you know, pursuing this, this uh, goal. Yeah. Probably got a few more annoying uh, journalists asking you to come on their podcast and stuff, right? 
<laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I wouldn't say it's annoying, but I mean, uh, you know, obviously that's what they do, and, and it's you know nothing but you know exp- exposure for for guys like us who are who are going to the next level. But uh, definitely got a lot more attention. Good to hear. I'm not annoying you too much, then. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk some actual football. You averaged 20.6 yards per catch in college and ran a 4.36.40 at the combine. So, do you think speed is your biggest asset? And do you think you uh, do you see yourself being a deep threat in the NFL? Um, I, I wouldn't say it's my biggest asset. I mean, I feel like that, that kind of, you know, makes it seem like, you know, that's all I can do is just, is just, you know, run deep. Uh, I think it's the, the, you know, the combination of, of, you know, my speed and my size and, and um, you know, my fluidity, uh, you know, running routes going forward, that's going to separate me. Um, and obviously, you know, that includes being a deep threat, but I think that includes, um, you know, being a guy who can, who can, who can do it all in offense being, and, and being versatile, um, you know, be able to play inside. Uh, outside um, and, you know, run those intermediate routes as well. Uh, you know, I think the speed part is only going to, you know, help me continue to, to uh, create separation in those routes and, and do those things as well. So beyond just kind of running past defenders, what other parts about your game do you think help you win on downfield routes? Um, I mean, <laughs> I feel like I've said it, you know, multiple times now, I think it's yeah. uh, just the combination of my size and speed, um, you know, whether I win at the line um, and, or whether I need to win at the top, um, I'm able to do that, you know, with my size, be able to go up on, on defenders and, and obviously, you know, with my speed, I'm able to uh, run past defenders as well. So you talked about, um, you know, being able to win on intermediate routes and your speed helping you that. Cause one thing that gets talked about a lot with the, you know, the faster wide receivers is making defenders quote unquote, feel their speed, meaning mm-hmm. even when they're not running deep, you know, defenders still feel like they have to get deep and, uh, that opens things up underneath. So I'm curious, what do you do? to or is that something you're continuing to work on in your game or do you think that's something you already have or how does that play into you for you oh yeah no i mean uh it's definitely something i'm continuing uh to work on Uh, i think that's something that i've you know i was able to show glimpses of at the the senior bowl um as well just you know running more of those intermediate routes um i mean it's definitely something i'm continuing to work on um obviously uh like i said before uh with you know running more uh you know, more routes that, you know, I haven't been able to run as consistently in the past, you know, in our, in our, in our offense. Uh, so it'll be something I continue to work on and, and it'll be something that I think will be a big part of my game at the next level. Gotcha. The other part of your game I want to talk to you about was beating press coverage. Obviously that's going to be a big part for any wide receiver and a lot of uh, FL defensive coordinators, the way they kind of combat guys like you is to get on them on the line of scrimmage and try and beat them up there. Um, I noticed on tape that the FCS DFCs weren't exactly comfortable doing that as quite as much with you. So you maybe didn't get as many uh, reps against press coverage in college. So I'm curious, how would you rate your releasers versus press? And what are you trying to work on and get better at in that area? Um, I mean, I think that, you know, press coverage is, is uh, you know, nothing that, that I'm worried about too much. I think that's something that I'll um, be able to excel at, um, you know, getting off the line, even in press coverage. Um, and I mean, it's something that I think I'll see, obviously I'll see a lot more of at the next level. And it's something that I'll, um, you know, excel at at the next level as well. And just, and just being able to use my size um, and, you know, use my quickness uh, and hands, you know, to get off the line, get off press coverage. And I mean, that's something that I'll obviously, you know, continue to work on as I, as I see more of it. Um, but I think I'll have no problem uh, getting off. Of, I'll rate my releases in press uh, eight, eight out of 10. Gotcha. I like that eight out of 10. I feel like, I feel like it's a good grade. I, I remember uh, 
watch some tape on one of your reps uh, down on the goal line. You put a nice little Allen Iverson crossover. On, I don't even remember who the DV was, but yeah, mm-hmm. had one on a slant pretty easily. Sent the guy <laughs> to completely other direction. So I think he got some good releases out there. Sure, thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I also noticed that while watching you at NDSU that they used you in a lot of unique ways, you know, out wide, obviously in the slot, but they also put you in the backfield, had you run some routes, even got some carries and even returned some kicks. Can you talk about your versatility and how you think that will help whatever team ends up drafting you? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think there was just, it was ways to uh, create mismatches uh, in college and, and uh, you know, create more value for myself. And I think that's something that'll, um, you know, I'll be able to use to continue to create value for myself uh, at the next level. Um, I mean, obviously at the next level, you know, the, the ability to create value for yourself and be able to do more things is what is what keeps you um, in the league. So, I mean, just me being able to go out and, and obviously, like I said before, play different positions in the offense, play inside, outside. Um, you know, obviously, you know, if they want to put me in the backfield, uh, you know, obviously that would be that would be great for me, too. I mean, I love doing that. Um, and then obviously special teams as well. Uh, just the more value I'm able to create for myself. Um, you know, the more that the more that I think I'll I'll be able to do, and you know, the longer I'll be able to do it for. So, do you are you, you? I think you mentioned this before, but are you open to returning kicks and punts uh, in the NFL? And what do you like better, kick returns or punt returns? Uh, I'm definitely a kick return guy. Um, definitely a kick return guy. Uh, you know, 100. Um, and I'm definitely willing to to do that in the NFL as well. One more thing that stood out to me about your tape was your run blocking. You don't, don't take those plays off, and you weren't afraid to mix it up as a blocker. In fact, I can even remember you springing a couple touchdowns uh, with your run blocking. So what is your mindset when you're run blocking, and is that something you take a lot of pride in? Uh, yeah, I man, I think it's, it's something that you have to take a lot of pride in, uh, you know, playing and being a receiver at NDSU. Um, I mean, you're going you know, to be blocking a lot, um, and you're going to really stand out on tape if, if you're not, uh, you know, doing it consistently. I mean, so that's something that you have to, you know, learn pretty early. Um, you know, being a receiver at NDSU, and that's something that you definitely have to take pride in. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, ha- has been a growing point, uh, you know, of my game uh, throughout college. Um, and it's something that, you know, continue to, to continue to build upon and improve upon. Um, but, I mean, obviously, it's definitely something that going forward uh, and playing in the league, uh, I'll definitely continue to, you know, take a lot of pride in. Yeah, I imagine in the NDSU receiver room, the, the saying, uh, no block, no rock, it's uh, thrown around quite a bit. Am I wrong? <laughs> uh, something similar to that. I don't think we use that exact uh, you know, expression, but uh, we, we have a little uh, funny name. We, I mean, we call us, so the linemen um, on the team are called the Rams. Um, and, you know, every now and then they'll call us the perimeter Rams. Um, so that's just like a nice. little name that they, that they give us sometimes. Awesome. 
So if you're sitting in a room with NFL decision makers, is that something you bring up that makes you different than other wide receivers in this class? Uh, no, I, I definitely think it does. Uh, I mean, just my willingness to, to, to do anything, um, my willingness to go out there and do anything that, you know, I'm able to, any way I'm able to, you know, impact the team and help the team, you know, win games, is, I'm willing to do anything. Would you want to go to a team that maybe runs the ball a little bit more and gets the receivers more involved in the run blocking game? Uh, I mean, no doubt. Uh, I mean, my, you know, my dream and my goal is to, to uh, you know, play in the NFL, make an impact in the NFL, uh, you know, regardless, and obviously, you know, win games. Um, and, you know, regardless of what I have to do to, you know, to do so, uh, you know, I'm willing to do, you know, whatever it takes, you know, whatever, you know, way I'm able to make an impact, you know, I'm willing to do that. Awesome. That's what I love to hear. Well, let's flip the script a little bit, Christian, and talk about things that you can get better or areas where you can improve. I have my opinion on where I think your biggest area improvement is, but I want to hear it from you. What's the thing that you want to get better at before you head to the pros? Um, I mean, right off the bat, it's been just, you know, top of routes. Um, The top of the routes for me has been a, has been a, you know, emphasis for me in in this, um, you know, training period and and in every off season, um, just, you know, being more fluid, um, being quicker in in and out of breaks, being a longer guy, it's, it's, you know, it's harder to get in and out of those breaks, uh, you know, quickly and smoothly. Uh, so, I mean, that's been a big point. Um, and then obviously, you know, just something I continuously, you know, been trying to improve upon is just, you know, eliminating um, concentration and focus drops as well. Gotcha. Yeah, you brought up the drops. That was definitely something uh, I said. And again, you know, I preface this by saying I'm really a big fan of your game, but definitely do it. I do have to say probably the biggest area improvement for you, at least in my opinion, be, be the drops. Um, so I'm curious about what you're doing now to kind of combat those issues and what you're talking about too, getting a little bit quicker at the top of the route. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, f- for me personally, I mean, I believe that, you know, my hand, I have natural, you know, you know, catch, I have natural hands, natural, you know, catching ability. Um, so, I mean, any drops that I've had in the past have, have, like I said, been the concentration of in focus drops. Um, so I mean, eliminating those is just, you know, making it, you know, second nature, um, you know, wh- whether, you know, it's a five yard hitch or, or, you know, uh, 50 yard, you know, takeoff bomb and just, you know, repeatedly, you know, catching balls, you know, hitting the jugs consistently, consistently and, you know, just just running more routes. So, I mean, really, for me, it's just been it's just been catching more balls that I've been trying to do now. And then obviously, you know, route running comes with comes with repetition. So just, you know, running more more routes and catching more balls has really just been the emphasis for me. Gotcha. I'm curious when, you know, you talk about the concentration drops, is there like a spot on the ball? Like I've heard of guys like catch the stripe, right. Or uh, have other guys in the NFL catch the plus sign on the ball. Is there like a spot on the ball that you've been trying to like focus on more? Is that kind of something that's key to your part of your game? Um, it's not something that I've looked into too much. I mean, really for me, it's, it's, it's always just been uh, eyes on the point uh, of the ball. Um, there hasn't really been like a specific thing that, you know, I'm locked into, uh, and like I said before, you know, I think I'm a natural pass catcher. So I don't think, you know, I think the more I think about it is, is, you gotcha. know, the more I overthink it. Um, so, I mean, I, I just kind of just been letting the repetition, uh, you know, do its, do its deed and, and, uh, you know, improving that. Gotcha. That makes sense. So during your training process, I'm curious about how you measure, you know, success with your hands and drops, you know, speed and agility, if that's an issue, you know, I can, I can run a 40 and then I can go run it out again and compare my times and see how I'm progressing. But I feel like with uh, something like that, where, um, you know, like you said, it's concentration drops. How do you measure that? You kind of just get on the jugs machine and 
get and count how many balls you're catching on a day or something like that? Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's it's not really something that's that's you know measured. It's more so just um, you know something that you have to hold yourself accountable in in doing um, and you know doing it frequently. So I mean it it, it just came with you know catching jugs um, you know pretty much every single day. Um, and obviously just, re- just running more routes. So, I mean, it's just something that you do consistently. Um, and then obviously when you get opportunity to go out and showcase, um, you know, obviously like at the senior bowl, I feel like I was able to showcase, uh, you know, that my hands, you know, weren't a problem, um, in terms of dropping. I mean, it's something, it's something that just, you know, shows for itself, uh, when you, when you get out there and you're able to play. Awesome. I'm going to shift gears here a little bit, and I'm curious about how you view yourself as a red zone threat, or in other words, what do you view as your strengths and weaknesses in the scoring area? Um, I feel like I'll be able to, you know, create a lot of value for myself in the red zone, being a bigger receiver. Um, you know, I think that's something I'll be able to excel at at, that, at the next level, you know, getting more opportunities to, to, uh, you know, be a factor in the red zone. Um, and I mean, I think that's just something that'll be, you know, a growing point in my game going forward, you know, as I'm able to, you know, get more opportunities to, to showcase that, um, you know, point in my game. I noticed you had a pretty impressive 38 and a half inch vertical. And I'd, like I said, six foot four. So you can get those high balls up there. You can go get the, the, the cookie out of the top of the cookie jar where mom put it. And I'm curious about how that helps you in the, the 50, 50 balls or the contested catch situation. And what are you trying to work on, on those, in those uh, catches? Um, I mean, really it comes down. I mean, sometimes it doesn't always come down to, you know, how high, high how high you can jump. Um, and most of the time you have somebody, you know, jumping with you. So there's a, there's a physicality uh, point to it as well. Um, so, so, I mean, for me, it's really just obviously, you know, the vertical, you know, helps me, you know, kind of separate myself at the, at the top of the catch point. Uh, but I mean, really for me, it's been a, it's been a, a physicality thing in terms of, um, you know, being, you know, being a, a dude when you're going up and, and getting the ball. Um, so, I mean, for me, it's been, it's been, you know, let the natural things do itself and, and then, obviously the physicality part comes with the mindset. So it's been, you know, just having the mindset to go up and, and get those balls. And that kind of, that dog mentality of some people mm-hmm. going out being aggressive. Yep. Love yep. it. Yes, sir. Well, before we wrap here, as you know, this is a Raider centric podcast. And I know you're from Tampa, went to college in North Dakota, but I'm curious if you have any memories as a kid about the Raiders or if there's a particular game that stood out or anything along those lines, like what's your exposure to the Raiders? Um, I mean, in the recent years, as I like, not I wouldn't say recent years, but like in the past, like ten years, when I you know you know started watching more and more, um, and actually you know having a better understanding of you know the NFL and, and watching football, um, you know I've obviously watched quite a bit of the Raiders, um, but in terms of these specific things, um, you know I've never, I'm obviously you know I'm not a fan uh, of the Raiders. You know, growing up, I was a fan of of the Steelers growing up. Um, so I can't, you know, really pinpoint a specific, uh, you know, memory or, or anything. But uh, I mean, obviously, you know, taking this next step in my life, um, obviously, you know, I really enjoy playing for for, for any team, and obviously, uh, that would include the the Raiders as well. So, out of curiosity, how's a kid from Tampa become a Steelers fan? Uh, my my third and fourth grade teacher uh, was a Steelers fan. Okay. Uh, he 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 kind of put me on, and I was a Steelers fan ever since. Awesome. All right, well, we'll end on this note. Let's pretend I'm Raiders' new general manager, Dave Ziegler, and I need a wide receiver badly. I'm considering drafting this Watson guy from North Dakota State, so give me your sales pitch. Why should the Raiders draft you, and what are they getting if they do? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I believe I'm a dominant receiver. 
um, in multiple aspects of the game. Um, I'm a student of the game as well. Um, you know, I think, on, you know, when it comes down to it on third and fourth down, you need somebody to go to. Uh, you know, I believe I, that I can be that guy uh, that you go to. And, and I feel like, the, you know, the value that I'm able to create myself playing inside, outside, uh, and playing on special teams separates me from, from other receivers in this draft class. Awesome, man. Thank you again, Christian, for hopping on the pod. This was a blast. Hopefully we get to talk again soon. Real quick before you go, do you have any social media accounts or anything you want the good people of Raider Nation to know about? Uh, I mean, you can follow me at uh, Christian with two N's dot W1 on Instagram. Um, and then my hand, my Twitter handle is Christian W2017. Awesome. You guys know where to follow me, Adam Holder on Twitter. As always, please rate, review, subscribe. Thank you again, Christian, for coming on. It's been a blast. Yeah, thank you for having me.